Hi, my name is Anna Bergman. I'm a tax partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today I'm going to discuss the new IRS Form 5498 and its potential impact on audits regarding self-directed IRAs. Now, up until 2015, there was really no way for the IRS to know what your IRA was invested in. The only reporting that was done regarding a self-directed IRA investment or any IRA investment was through IRS Form 5498. And up until 2015, IRS Form 5498 essentially just provided the IRS with the value of your IRA as of December 31 of the previous year. So it didn't tell the IRS whether the IRA was invested in stocks, mutual funds, gold, real estate, uh, or loans. It really just provided a value. Now, uh, there's been questions over the last couple of years, especially with the growth in alternative assets, the IRS has been concerned that people have been underreporting the value of their IRAs. Now, the reason the IRS cares about what your IRA is valued at is because if you take a distribution, of course, and it's a pre-tax IRA, you're going to pay tax on the amount of the distribution. The same uh, goes for if you turn 70 and a half years old and you have a pre-tax IRA, you have to take what's called required minimum distributions. And required minimum distributions is based off the value of your IRA as of December 31 of the previous year. And you would then multiply a fraction based off your age and it's provided on an IRS table each year and determine how much you have to take into income each year. So it's very important to have a close approximation and a true fair market value because the IRS wants to make sure it's reaping all its uh, expected tax uh, revenues and on all the revenues it, it feels it deserves. So fair market value has been a big issue for the IRS and with the growth in alternative assets such as real estate, precious metals, hard money loans, the IRS is concerned that people are not actively and accurately re reporting their uh, IRA fair market values. So what has been proposed and what is now law as of 2015 is a revamped IRS form 5498 which now actually provides the IRS with an indication of the type of IRA assets or assets your IRA owns. Um, there's been some discussion as to why now. You know, why, why, why does the IRS care? There's 47 million IRAs. Most 90-plus percent are buying stocks. Why now? What, what's going on? And again, from, from what I understand, talking to um, people in the IRS, Department of Labor, it's really based on valuation not as much a concern about prohibited transactions, not so much trying to catch people doing illegal things with their IRA. It's more about making sure that if someone has an alternative asset in their IRA like real estate and they're taking a distribution, whether it's in-kind or whether they're 70 and a half years old and have to take RMDs, want to make sure that the value is appropriate. And if, if they feel it's not and they see an alternative asset in the uh, asset category of the IRA, they, they may want to look further. So it's really interesting uh, because, again, before 2015, there's really been very limited information to the IRS as to what the IRA is doing. Um, really nothing. Other than the value on 5498, there was no way the IRS would know what the IRA was investing in without an audit. And again, with over 47 million IRAs out there and 90 plus percent doing stocks, mutual funds, it didn't make a lot of sense for, for the IRS to trigger audits because the likelihood of, of finding some 
uh, improper activity. It was, it was very minor, and uh, you know, taxes and penalties generated from such activity would be quite insignificant compared to corporate or, or uh, high net worth uh, individual audits. So what has changed in IRS Form 5498? And essentially what the IRS is asking now is there is a new box, uh, 15B, as in boy, codes. And this new 15B code is requiring you to put a description of the type of assets your IRA owns. So these are the following codes based off the 5498 IRS form instructions. A would be stock or other ownership interest in a corporation that is not readily tradable on an established securities market. B would be short or long-term debt obligations not traded on an established securities market. C would be ownership interest in an LLC or similar entity unless it's traded on a public market. So this you would probably use C for the checkbook control self-directed IRA since your IRA would own an interest in an LLC. Uh, D would be real estate if your IRA owned the real estate directly. E would be ownership in a partnership, trust, or similar entity. So if the LLC was a, you know, was, was if the IRA was invested in some type of hedge fund that uh, was an LLP, uh, you, you, you would indicate it here. An F would be an option contract or similar product. Um, so again, the IRS is looking for really specific details of what the IRA is doing. G is really the catch-all category. Other asset does not, that does not have a readily available fair market value. That basically is, is telling you uh, if it doesn't fit into any category, put G. And H, if more than two types of assets are held in the IRA. So if you own real estate and also own the LLC uh, or a partnership interest and an LLC, uh, that's where you would hit H, uh, indicate H, and, and let the IRS know that you have two or more of these asset classes. No one really knows what this means for audit activity. Um, I'm not sure. Um, all, all I know based off conversations with people in the IRS and Treasury is that they are concerned about fair market values. Um, I think, and I've told my clients, if you are using your IRA uh, the way it's supposed to and not engaging in any prohibited transactions, you have nothing to worry about. Uh, if you are audited and you own your assets uh, through the IRA LLC in an alternative asset form like real estate or precious metal, just make sure you're giving them a fair market valuation as of December 31. Um, if you're not taking distributions or under age of 70 and a half, um, there's not any tax, uh, there's no taxable event. So again, the IRS probably won't be looking at you closely because there's no potential tax they can generate. I think the only reason, the only uh, people that are going to be uh, looked at more closely is people that are nearing 70 and a half or people that are over 70 and a half and have alternative assets in their portfolio, I think you, they may be audited or, or scrutinized more closely because they want to make sure the, the IRS wants to make sure that the, IRS, the IRA assets are being fairly reported. In fact, I, I actually have a client who um, is over 70 and a half years old and owns a, a real estate in his IRA and received notification from the IRS uh, several months ago um, basically asking for uh, information about the asset owned because he was over 70 and a half years old, he was basing his RMDs off uh, his IRA value, which included the value of the real estate, and they wanted to get a little bit more information. So again, I don't, I don't think this is going to be a uh, all-out you know, uh, audit uh, enterprise by the IRS to attack every IRA. It's just 
there's too many out there and it's just not not worth it for them. Um, I think what's going to happen is uh, people that have alternative assets uh, and you're close to RMDs or if you're taking the asset as a distribution, better make sure you're using a fair market value, an accurate uh, fair market value should be independently provided. I think that's important. Uh, I think if you're if you're buying real estate and you're not going to engage in any prohibited types of transactions, the audit's not really a big risk. Um, and if you're not taking distributions, uh, the IRS, because you're under 59 and a half, under 70 and a half years old, or just not taking a distribution, uh, the risk of, of an audit, uh, even with the new 5498 rules, are quite small. So all in all, there's been some huge changes. Obviously, 15B is a big change. Uh, the IRS is certainly going to learn more about what your IRA is doing. Not going to know, for example, what state you're buying real estate in, or if you own gold or coins, or who you're lending money to. But it's going to know the category of investment, which is quite different and a drastic uh, change from 2014 and prior year. So, something to be on the uh, lookout for. Um, of course, I'll keep all my clients up to date if, if I hear different things. But really, from what I understand, it's a way for the IRS to get a better handle of the type, the number of IRAs out there with alternative assets, making sure that if people are taking distributions and have alternative assets in their portfolio that uh, the IRS wants to know and wants to, to make sure people are using fair market values uh, that are accurate and not undervaluing their assets so they have to pay less tax. If you're not doing a prohibited transaction, you're not taking distributions, Probably not much to worry about. Um, again, there's there's nothing you're doing wrong, so nothing to worry about. No taxes due when you file a 5498. The 5498 is not filed by the IRA holder. This is very important, something I should have mentioned right at the outset. IRS Form 5498 is filed by the custodian, not the individual. The IRA custodian, the bank, the financial institution, will request the information from the IRA holder. Uh, of course, if you... If your IRA is with Morgan Stanley or Merrill Lynch, they'll file the 5498 based off the account value as of December 31. That will be readily available to them because all your assets are publicly traded like mutual funds or stocks. So they'll be able to do that without your, your involvement. However, if you have a self-directed IRA or a checkbook control IRA and you're doing alternative assets like real estate, the custodian or bank or trust company will request this information from you. You'll have to provide the custodian with the fair market value of your real estate or your gold or your hard money loans so that they can then transfer that information on the IRS Form 5498 and submit it to the IRS. So that's kind of the way it works. The 5498 is really the only way the IRS knows what your IRA is worth. And now in 2015, the category of investment your IRA is involved in, that's going to know if there's multiple uh, alternative asset investments uh, because of the code. So, um, and some, some really interesting changes. Uh, we'll see what happens, how it shakes out in terms of audit activity. I do think if you have alternative assets and you're going to take an in-kind distribution or you're nearing RMD or in the, the 70 and a half and older stage, yeah, you may uh, be questioned uh, more frequently than, than ever before. I think for my other clients that are uh, not taking distributions, not in RMD age, uh, not doing prohibited transactions, uh, it shouldn't in impact you at all. Uh, it's not going to change uh, your ability to make alternative asset investments. Still can't do any primitive transaction rules. Still apply. Uh, you, you still need to report fair market value. Uh, but there's no taxable event that could occur because you're not taking a distribution and you're not over 70 and a half. 
So uh, the chance of an IRS audit or, or the IRS even bothering with you is, is remote. Uh, but again, the IRS is going to have more info. They're going to know, have a better idea. Uh, so will the general public when it's reported by the IRS. How many alternative assets uh, uh, IRAs are out there? Uh, are we talking, you know, is it is it 10%, 5%, or has it grown to 20 or 25%? Um, there's there's numbers out there, but there's not a lot of hard data. Uh, we know that alternative assets have grown in, in popularity and size with retirement accounts, especially in light of 2008 financial crisis. Uh, but but no one really knows. I mean, this, the S and P 500 has performed very well in 2013, 2014. So money certainly trickled back into the uh, equity markets from retirement accounts. But the IRS is, is interested. They want to know what IRAs own, at least categories of income. Uh, categories of investment, I should say, and I think they want to have the opportunity to look further into people that uh, are over the age of 70 with pre-tax IRAs uh, or uh, and have alternative assets in their portfolio to make sure that they're reporting fairly and they're actually paying tax on the fair market value of all their IRA assets and not under-reporting any of the alternative assets. Uh, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group, I hope you found this podcast uh, useful. Um, I think it's an important topic. Uh, it's, it's quite early in the 2015 year, so we'll see how it shakes up uh, in 2016 when these 5498s are actually submitted to the IRS. Um, hopefully, we'll get we'll get some feedback from from Treasury and the IRS as to um, the numbers and, and what they've seen. And of course, uh, we'll know uh, in the next few years if audit activity has picked up. Um, so something hopefully uh, I'll sh- I'll uh, learn and uh, discuss further with clients. If anyone has questions, please contact me, uh, Adam B at IRAfinancialgroup.com, A-D-A-M, B as in boy, at IRAfinancialgroup.com. I can be reached at 800-472-0646, extension 12, 800-472-0646, extension 12. Check us out, IRAfinancialgroup.com. We we try to have a podcast on each week. Uh, Obviously, we blog uh, there's tw- a Twitter account, Facebook page. Uh, we'll try to keep all our clients uh, up to date with any current developments and, and noteworthy and newsworthy items regarding self-directed retirement accounts, 401k accounts. Uh, so check us out. And um, thanks for listening. And until next time.